You're listening to Mix 104.9's 360. Now, a new vocational training centre aimed at providing young people with the skills and qualifications to transition from school to work has officially opened today. Now, joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more is the Minister for Small Business and also the Minister for Jobs and Training, Paul Kirby. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Yeah, very well. Uh, Minister, we know that this new centre has opened today. How's it all look? Yeah, it looks fantastic. We've had a couple of looks around uh, out here and from whether it's hospitality, uh, electrical, to a range of different uh, mechanical trades, yeah, it's a really, really good setup. It's all brand new. The the kids that go there really, really love it. So nah, we're sure that it's going to be a, uh, a great addition to our vet sector training in the Territory. And so, Minister, is it already operational or is it, uh, is it properly operational sort of from today? Uh, today's the official opening, but they yeah. have had kids out there and it has been up and running particularly um, there was uh, electrical people out there when we were there and also mechanical people sitting in a classroom they do uh, a bit of time in the classroom and a bit of time out in the workshops the workshops uh, are really well equipped they uh, they really do look fantastic there's electric hoists and all the -the state-of-the-art equipment for these guys to learn in probably one of the best stories was that the the hospitality side it's got all beautiful stainless steel cookers and everything in there but the kids that wanted to work in there Mm. they came out and set it up in their own time so that the training could start they were that keen to get it up and running so yeah really really good opportunities for kids well that is good to hear and i tell you what we are in a situation right now in the territory where if we can grow our own it is a good path to go down because we know that there's quite the worker shortage right across the board yeah, certainly, and that's the message we've been giving out at uh, the apprentice fairs that we've been doing to try and encourage. They were aimed specifically at hospitality and tourism. Uh, but, yeah, it is. there's no better time to try and grow our own, and, and whether it's through uh, those literacy and numeracy courses that we're offering to people, if there are people through the Territory, we know that we have a big population that has English as a second language, and now's a great time for anyone to be thinking about how they might get into a... Uh, a trade or a career of their choice. Yeah. Now, um, who will be able to attend this facility? Yeah, I understand. Look, it is aimed at disengaged youth. So there mm-hmm. are um, young people that are going to school at the moment that perhaps they're not able to um, deal with the school and the classroom facilities on a permanent basis. There's a lot of those kids that have been targeted to come in yeah. uh, to this type of facility so we've had really good engagement from the businesses in the area as well they're really keen on looking at how the kids progress some of them have already been over to see how kids are progressing and uh, and to see if there's any employment opportunities uh, for them going forward so uh, understanding it it's been targeted at uh, disengaged uh, youths but yep. there'll certainly be career paths for uh, for a lot of uh, young adult children uh, here, so we're really looking forward to how it's going to pan out over the coming years. Yeah, and it, I mean, was it, I, my understanding is that it was part of the plans that, that the government had in place in an effort to try to combat youth crime. Um, is that still what the, you know, what the aim is, or is that just part of it? Yeah, oh, it's just part of the story. It may well be um, kids, if, if they're 
been allocated a diversion program and this is something that really uh, suits their needs, then certainly, you know, they would welcome kids to come out here. One, one of the really great stories when we were talking to the instructors and the people that are running the centre a couple of weeks ago, they said that, like, there are some kids that have been here for a little while already. When, yep. when new young people come in, if they start to play up, if they start to play around or mess around or they're continually late or anything like that, it's their peers that pull them up. So it really is uh, a great environment for kids to learn in. It's their own uh, friends and the people that they're learning with that encourage them to do the right thing, to turn up on time and to concentrate on learning while they're here. And, yeah, they've, they've really starting to set a great model for kids to continue learning and to continue to grow in. So, yeah, it'll be a great facility. Yeah, well, look, I always think it's really important. I know that, uh, that you know, there are kids that are in the, the school system in their teenage years who really uh, maybe aren't as interested in school as uh, as what they would be in doing a trade or getting some other skills. So I actually think that it is hopefully a good step in the right direction for uh, for some of those kids. How many can it cater for, Minister? Yeah, the... I think you're dead right. The more opportunities we can give uh, young people to diversify the way that they continue to learn uh, and grow will be yeah, will be a fantastic outcome. I think it's a it's a couple of hundred that they can get on the books all up, and I think it copes with 70 or 80 in the actual facility on a day-to-day basis. So, yep. yeah, it's really a good setup. Each little um, workshop has its own little classroom area set aside and whether that's mechanical or, or sheet metal or construction timber work um, electrical engineering yeah it's uh, and as i said the hospitality or, or the cooking industry yeah a really great mm. setup so it's quite a big facility and of course each pathway does provide students with credits towards their ntcet as well as encouraging that future training which uh, hopefully is going to be a good thing um minister i do just want to take you across to a uh, another situation that is uh, making headlines around the territory today i think it goes without saying that we all think it is wonderful that there's going to be a massive ferris wheel uh which is it's being set up or it is already set up in fact uh, at the wharf but unfortunately um i know that it is going to take Take up over a fifth of the parking spaces at that facility. There's going to be um, a, a few businesses there at the wharf who, uh, while this will bring more people that way, it is going to see those car parking spaces taken up. I mean, is it a good move or should it have gone somewhere else? No, it's a fantastic move. I think the views from being right out on, on the wharf and, and once you start to go up in the air and and particularly, I think, if the tide's out, the vertigo will probably kick in for some people. It'll be uh, a wonderful addition. We absolutely commend the waterfront for having the, the vision and, and Sam and his team. They do a great job down there. Um, there are a couple of shuttle buses that we run around the city, and I know that they'll be doing their best to try and get people out there. It's ad- absolutely beautiful weather at the moment, so it's only a couple-minute of walk. But, yeah, to, to forego a, a few parks, Parking's always been a bit of an issue um, out on the end of the wharf there. So we'll continue to work with those businesses. We want to see them do the best that they can, but we really think this addition will be a uh, yeah a smashing addition to the to the city. I was down at the waterfront with some friends last night, and even on a Tuesday night, you just about struggled to get a table, and you can yeah. see it being built almost before your eyes yesterday. It's going up so quickly. And, I mean, have any of those small businesses that are based there at the wharf, have they raised this concern with you? Uh, none of them have raised specific concerns 
uh, around the parking with me. I think they all know that it will be a good addition. We know that uh, continuing to get people out there uh, will be at the front of the mind for, for some of those businesses. I'm confident that we'll continue to grow uh, on the back of a, uh, a wonderful addition like this. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be down there over the next couple of days and out there and talking to people and we'll work really closely with the waterfront and make sure that we can get as many people out there as possible because I think as soon as you go past and see it uh, going up, you'll uh, yeah, you and the yeah. family will want to have a go on it, that's for sure. It looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Um, Minister, just finally, of course, this isn't set in stone at this stage, but it is looking as though the council is going to change their minds and reverse that decision on the reintroduction of the El Fresco dining fees uh, on those tables that are, uh, that are out on council land. As I said, not set in stone at this point in time, but is this a good thing from your perspective? Um, certainly if they do change their minds on that, it would be extremely welcome that alfresco dining fees is something that business um, has raised with us probably since I've been local member in 2016. We've put a mountain of work in trying to activate a lot of laneways and a lot of spaces and any business that's just starting up, uh, that's, you know, all of those ancillary costs are just uh, more of a handbrake for them. I've, I've written to the Lord Mayor, I've written to all of the aldermen pleading with them to, to do the right thing. And right. You know, we understand we've had a couple of good weeks and yeah. there's a lot of people around Darwin at the moment, but business really do need a helping hand at the moment. So um, have the, I mean, I know that the Lord Mayor was on the show on Monday morning announcing that he's keen to, uh, to reverse this decision, but have any of those other aldermen responded to you and what have they indicated? Yeah, I know that uh, some are keen not to enact those fees. So, yeah, I'm really confident that uh, hopefully as soon as possible, I'm not sure if it goes up this Tuesday, but uh, hopefully they'll they'll make the right decision and, and help those businesses that are either just getting off the ground, just starting up in those alfresco areas, give them the best chance. And, and what a beautiful uh, look for, for the visitors that we've got in town as well to be able to, as the sun goes down, uh, have a, a meal and a drink outside. It'll be a, a great... Uh, way to keep improving the city. Well, Minister for Small Business and also Jobs and Training, Paul Kirby, always appreciate your time. Thanks so much for speaking with us this morning. Thanks very much, Katie. Cheers. Thank you. You're listening to Mix 104.9's 360. Now, if you are keen to get in contact with us today, 8941 1049 is the number if you'd like to call through. If you would like to, uh, well, send us an email, 360 at mix1049.com.au.